working man in show business to this day even still the hardest working man in show business what can you say about James Brown that hasn't already been said before I mean the guy uh, I don't know exactly like his the story of like his history but uh, the legend of him just lives on like I don't know exactly if he was like revolutionary or like what point he came in on the scene and it was just kind of taking uh, funk and soul and kind of making it into something of a show but I mean musically uh, it's just one of those things that has to get you get you moving get you fired up for the fucking day I mean James Brown just kicked all kinds of ass like how do you hear that guy and have any kind of negative feeling or bad thoughts just let's go let's fucking go Conquer the world with James Brown today. That's the spirit. Let's go. Uh, how are we doing today? Oh, late one last night. And you know what? I got After work today, I'm going to uh, Ant Stag, uh, which we talked about last night a little bit on Sunday Poor. Check out that if you haven't. If you don't tune into that one first, you tune into this one first. Uh, definitely switch it over there. Get a little more of me and then us, I guess. Um and I just have this I have this feeling I forgot something. I think I got everything I need to get. I need to pick up a couple things today at lunch. But I think that I'm I think I'm all set, I think. But I have no idea. I feel like I definitely forgot something though. So I was up late last night watching Dodgers Giants. Well we recorded the we recorded the show and then I stayed up for the end of Dodgers Giants. We had a couple innings left when we uh shut down. And Man, it was. I don't. I don't know how ratings are going to be on this, or, and on top of that, we're on the East Coast and it's a West Coast team, so sometimes interest is waning. Anyway, with that kind of shit, so I don't know exactly the impact because it was 12:30 when the game ended. Uh, but it ended on a bad call by an umpire on a check swing on a guy who has a flair for the dramatic at bat. Took the bat out of Wilmer Flores' hands. I mean, he's not a superstar or anything, but the guy's done some shit in his career that gave you the... I mean, Ant texted me, and he says, don't let, don't give Wilmer Flores a chance to win this game. And it's exactly what it was. It was one man on, tying run was on, Flores was up with two outs, two strikes, and Scherzer threw a pitch, and uh, it was a ball. And Wilmer checks, had a check swing. Check swung? Check swinged? Check swung. And... Um, the umpire at first called him out. It was it was it was a bad call, and uh, as a, a marquee game, and you know you talk about the history, Giants, Dodgers. You talk about the Bobby Thompson home run. You talk about um, all these rivalry games going back, uh, you know, like seventy years basically. And it ends on that. It's really, uh, it's it's awful. It it absolutely just leaves a terrible taste in your mouth. That is not what baseball wants. Now I'm sure it strikes him out fair and square. And it wasn't even like a close call. It wasn't close. Like sometimes they'll go to the front of the 
Like it'll, it'll come level with the front of the plate, and it's really a tweener call. Like they can go either way. This was he didn't he didn't go anywhere near the front of the plate. Didn't break his wrist at all. I mean, it was it was atrocious how we're going. All right, sorry. When I make this move, I gotta. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm the only person in this town that does it, or if that's a, like a, a legal move or just frowned upon in general. But I take complete advantage of that left-hand turn lane to pass. I may, it might have been like nine cars right there. All right. Um, but you know, it's it, of all the ways for that game to end. That's the worst way to end. And like, look, there's always going to be bad calls. It was just the the situation. It, it really, it's kind of melodramatic. It's really, it really gives you some blue balls that you don't really, it, when an umpire decides a game like that, it gives you some blue balls. And it's like, well, we got all this way. It's fucking 12.30 in the morning, and I got to end on that. Like, you know, I'm I'm rooting for the Giants in that spot anyway. And just, I just want to see the, I just want to see the at-bat happen. You know, let it play out. So, I mean, if it was egregious and you went and it was a check swing and he still and he swung, like, yeah, what are you going to do? Like, that's on Flores, but he held up. So, really, on the umpire, man. Really bad way. Bad. That's just bad for sports. You know, I'm not going to sit here, oh, it's bad for baseball. And it is, but it's bad for sports fans in general. Like, who suffers? It's the fans. Uh, you know, the players, too. But they'll be okay. But, uh, really, it's a shitty way. I mean, for them to be, you know... 100 and whatever wins each, about as equal as you can be. Like through eight innings, they each had like six hits, one run. Um, you know, series tied at two. Like it was, uh, this the season series was 10 9. So now I guess the season series is, uh, it was 10-9, so they won two, and they won three. So the season series ends at 12-12. Um, it's equal a matchup as you can get. It comes down to that. It just sucks. Uh, so now they go on to play the Braves. Um, they'll probably, they're going to be, as we talked last night, they'll be heavy favorites. They'll probably roll over them, stomp them. Uh, I think the Braves will win a game. I mean, I don't think it's going to, it's going to be pretty lopsided, though. And then we have the Red Sox and Astros beating up each other in the American League. So it's really, it's a feel-bad season. All around feel-bad. When the only team, I, I don't like any of these teams, the only team I can even muster maybe rooting for is the Braves, who have no chance in this fucking series coming up. Uh, it's just bad all around. So, I mean, it's, you know, like we talked about it last night. It's the, nobody wants, we don't want the Red Sox. It's the first team we want to see go. But then after this, there's no, you know, it's never, it's never going to feel good. I don't want to see the Dodgers win back-to-back because that sucks. You know, I've been talking about their season being, last year being joke, you know, asterisk season, although technically. And I said in the beginning of last season I would not, whoever won, no asterisk. But it was the Dodgers, so yeah, asterisk. Uh, there's a handful of teams that I would say that for, and Dodgers are one of them. Um I mean, I acknowledge it, I acknowledge it as a championship. The Red Sox won it. I would not acknowledge it even happened. So, um, you know, and talking about talking about the fucking bad call takes away from the rally, takes away from the Cody Bellinger hit that put him ahead. 
a uh, guy who's been a little maligned. No, I mean, not even like maligned. It's not like he was getting like killed by the fans and stuff. He just had a bad season. Um, didn't live up to, you know, I mean, he's MVP candidate prior years. He did not live up to that at all. He's batting like seventh now, so not at all uh, the Cody Bellinger we're used to seeing. And for him to come through with that big hit takes away from that whole aspect of it. So we're going to talk about this dickhead umpire all day today. Uh, so whatever. On to the next on to the next one. Brady and the Bucks got backdoored last night. They they won, but uh, of course, uh, we talked about it on the show last night. They went Eagles went for two, made six. So it would have been a push if it was seven, but you know whatever. That's uh, that's the life. How do you know you want to fucking bet on these games? It's crazy. Um, and you can now because uh, DraftKings, FanDuel. I don't know which one's better, but I. I think just DraftKings is in Connecticut. I'm not sure if FanDuel... I don't know if one or both are available immediately, but uh, you can now bet on games on your on your phone in Connecticut, which is crazy. So it's a whole new world we're entering. I didn't think about it. It really is a whole new world because as of now... I don't have to go to somebody else and be like, you know, can you put this in for me? Can you get, you know, can you go to your guy, whatever. It's, uh, it's here. We can do it. Uh, you know, it's, it's just, it feels, it feels very odd. It feels very odd to have that sort of, well, jeez, is, like, is there like an international soccer game I could bet on today just to fucking do it? I, uh, need a little cash injection. dangerous though it's dangerous because they have all like the live betting and shit and you can uh, I mean you can bet just through the game you can kind of go and, and pick little things here and there and these you know if the Warriors go down a dozen and their odds go to hell like in the fourth quarter and you bet on them because like oh maybe Curry catches fire uh, NBA that's probably the swings of the NBA probably nuts for that live betting Especially, I don't, like, we live in a time now where the NBA swings. I mean, all it takes is a couple trips down the court and the team is back in the game. You get a little hot. Um, I can't imagine live betting on that shit. Live betting on football games, live betting on whatever the fuck you can. Cornhole tournaments on ESPN2, like, everything. I don't know, I don't know. I know, if you've, if you've been in Jersey and you know the feeling... Uh, of it, I just having the ability to do it is weird to me. Just knowing it's like when they start opening weed stores, like when I first went to Massachusetts because they had, you know, these uh, dispensaries. You walk in and it's all on the up and up. People are greeting you and they're like, "Oh, this one does this. This one is for good for this. Oh, you want to sleep? This is good for this. If you want to just kind of chill, this is for this. Oh, oh, the this, you know, the tincture. Oh, you can just take a little eyedropper, put it in your coffee, your tea, huh?" What? Like, I used to have a kid named Juan come to the house, uh, you know, with, like, a backpack full of shit and be like, oh, yeah, well, I got... And he would, and he would have, like, this, have like you know, grass, and then he would also have, like, random shit that he would sell you. And they're like, no, I don't want anything else that you have in that bag. Put it away. Get the hell out of my house. Please. Juan was actually a nice one, though. Juan was a good guy. <laughs> he was... He was actually a really nice guy. He'd chill sometimes, but uh, you know, it, it all 
always some uh, amount of shadiness going on with that kind of crew. Man, I hung out with shady people in college. Really did. And some of them carried over to, like, adult life. So, uh, luckily, I got rid of most of the shady people. All right, rogue. Listen. Rouge. I got a nice rogue in front of me, a Nissan rogue. Doesn't want to go very fast in the left lane. I think he's actually slowing up. Listen. Get the fuck over. God damn it. Uh, I feel bad with an older person, but an older person should also know better. Get the fuck out of the left lane if somebody's coming behind you at 65 miles an hour. 75 miles an hour. Yeah, but now he's not getting out of the way. See, no. Uh, there's times when I feel like somebody had a light, somebody kind of goes through, goes, through, through, goes slow through a stop sign, and it's an elderly person. I feel bad. But I don't want to get on that person because, you know, the instincts aren't as aren't as uh, good at somebody's grandfather, somebody's, you know, older father, trying just trying to, you know, get to the store, get the paper, get a loaf of bread or something, get a gallon of milk. Half a gallon. You know, the older people, they don't keep full gallons of milk in their fridge. It's, a, it's not even a half. It's a quart. Maybe a half. Maybe. They have grandkids coming over. But it's a quart. They're just going to get the quart of half and half, you know, for the, for the coffee. That's it. So... I feel bad when it's there. But when it's an older person in the left lane of the highway going 25 miles an hour, I, you just have to know better. At that point in your life, you got to know the traffic patterns. You have to know uh, the rules of the road. So I don't feel bad. I'm not, I'm, and it's plus, plus it's fucking rush hour for Christ's sake. For the next six hours, fucking rush hour in Connecticut lasts most of the goddamn day. Rush hour, you can't get around rush hour on this, in this fucking state during the week. Forget about it. I mean, you got to leave at 3 in the morning. You want to beat rush hour. So you got to know better. Look, been around the block. Being old is no excuse in the highway. There you go. There you have it. There's my, <laughs> I'm laying it down this morning. Uh, you know what's disgusting? Absolutely fucking a fil- just a filthy pastime. That um, I, I, I think it's purely American. But it's the absolute turning of like real life live and living color true crime into and I think I'm probably guilty too because uh, there's certain things I've I've uh, talked about on this show one of those things I've talked about is this is the is the murder of the girl Gabby Petito and now the, there's a man going off for this for this guy and you know I don't mind that people are looking for the guy that's great right people should be looking for this guy but like dog the bounty hunters involved and that becomes like a whole fucking storyline in this thing. Like it's not it shouldn't be a storyline, it should be talking about storylines. This girl got murdered, the family is suffering through the loss of their daughter and trying to find this piece of shit that killed her. And, you know, it's like it's front page fodder and uh it's enter- entertainment for the masses. And like I get like the true crime stuff like I, and I've I've always liked like unsolved mysteries, uh and stuff like that. But with Unsolved Mysteries, even in Unsolved Mysteries, there was uh, the resolution episodes, or, or like the update episodes, not resolution, update. That was the best part of Unsolved Mysteries is when they would have like a, a long-lost family member or a murder case or, you know, unsolved murder. And they'd be, at, the, at the end of the, at the end of the, like the part about it, the piece about it, the little reenactment they did, 
they would just there be a flash, no commercials, go right to the dun, 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 update. And then go to I think it was they have a woman doing it. Maybe it was Stack sometimes, Robert Stack. But then they go to this woman in the new in like their newsroom, which I don't know why they had so many people working at Unsolved Mysteries in this newsroom area, but they'll go to her and they're like, Oh, as of, you know, May sixth, nineteen ninety one, uh, they found Brandon who uh, was found guilty on all charges and will spend the next uh, 92 years in prison. So, you know, at least you have those resolution things. This is, uh, I don't know, I don't, I, I, have a, I have a problem. And people commenting, kind of making jokes about it, uh, making light of the situation. I don't like that at all. You know, like, everything can't be, well, I was just joking, right? At some point, you got to take something seriously. Like you're not not everybody's comedian. Never everybody's on stage. Like I get, man, I jo- I joke with the with the best of them. Like I the, at the most uncomfortable times I'm joking, but it's not about like I don't know. It's just the content of it and being able to kind of make light of it, and and then and then fucking I'll just hide behind. Well, I'm just kidding around. It's just I'm just joking, you know. Like that's that's dirty to me. That's really dirty. Like. If a comedian's on stage and making jokes about it, it's a lot different. Now, it might make you feel uncomfortable, and it might be inappropriate, but legitimately, he is a comedian, and hopefully hopefully, the joke is worth delving into the topic, right? That's, you know, that, that's what it comes down to, is if it's funny. To me, that's what it comes down to, if it's funny, if you're a comedian. And then at least you can say, look, as I make my living, I fucked up, it was a bad joke. Or it's crossed the line, and that's you know that's fine. I don't think comedians should ever really apologize, but if you're joking about this, it better fucking be funny, because again, that's a touchy subject, and it should be. So now, but now, like with the internet, you have every talentless asshole out there able to make light of it and make a joke and just be like, oh, well, I was just joking. Well, you're not fucking funny, first of all, and like I said, it's just at some point you gotta take something seriously. If it's not this, like. What are you like? What are you doing with yourself? Grow the fuck up! All right, all right. Wow, geez, a lot of laying down the laws. Old people on the highway, fucking hacks on the internet. Like, oh, just laying down the law this morning. I'm not taking any shit today. You don't take any shit from anybody. You know, let's find a song um, to go out with. Okay. There's Gladys Knight and the Pips, or just Gladys Knight. But not how we want to go. Not how we want to go into. Uh, there's Frank. Frank, there's a rule like you can't. You got to play Frank out. When you when you get Frank on the radio, I know it's seriously Sinatra, but once you get Frank on the radio, 
uh, you have to get to play it out. So that's a rule. We're going to live by it. Uh, let's see if we can find something to bring us into the weekend. Uh, what do we got here? Come on, give me something. I mean, give me... What do we got? <laughs> All right. George Harrison's finest moment. <laughs> 